0: bring you a 3-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, e-commerce giants jostle for Double 11 shopping festival and the NDRC issues 15 measures to boost foreign investment. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Major Chinese e-commerce platforms have fired their opening salvos for the single-day shopping festival with enticing incentives for both consumers and merchants as the world's second-largest economy gears up for the annual buying spree. Pre-sales for the November 11 event on Alibaba's business to consumer platform Timor began at 8pm on Monday. Featuring upward of 290,000 brands, this year's festival will have the most diverse range of products in the event's history, with 17 million products available to over 1 billion annual active consumers on our platforms in China, an executive at Alibaba said. This compares to just 27 vendors in the first Double Eleven gala held in 2009. RiflesJD.com, Pinduoduo and Suning.com already started pre-sales on October twenty. With still two more weeks to go until the highly anticipating shopping bonanza, retailers are offering huge discounts to drum up sales. JD.com factors in a deduction of 50 yuan for each deal amounting to 299 yuan across all categories and merchants without having to get coupons in advance and vowed the offering of a price guarantee of 30 days for more than 500 million items. JD.com also disclosed plans for enrolling new merchants from 267 industrial clusters across the country, aiming to help the progress of vendors with operations, supply chains and digital transformation. Other platforms are pivoting toward an incorporation of their physical presence into online capacities. Over the double-eleven period, Forty-eight Suning.com outlet will be newly opened. Suning.com will also team up with local governments in Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen, Xi'an, Chengdu, and other localities to provide consumers with green theme subsidies. Experts noted that an industry reshuffle is well in the making, and future rivalries will focus on whoever can get a bigger slice of growing demand for life-improving upgrades among domestic consumers. Another notable trend during the shopping festival, as market watchers pointed out, is an increasing preference toward local brands that are set to outsmart or have already outdone their foreign counterparts. Greater Bay Area Greater Future Shenzhen announced Monday that it will issue no more than 5 billion yuan of offshore yuan local government bonds to the Hong Kong net in the near future, which will be listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. According to the announcement revealed by Shenzhen Finance Bureau, the funds raised will be invested in projects including rail transportation and water pollution control. And this is Shenzhen's relaunch of overseas bond issuance after taking the lead in the country to successfully issue offshore local bonds in 2021 hong kong's chief executive john lee said at a tuesday press conference that the sar government will closely monitor the hong kong stock market to ensure normal market order lee's remarks came in response to media questions about a local stock market plunge on monday which hit a new low in thirteen years Lee stressed that Hong Kong will continuously maintain a focus on its local economy as the global economy is increasingly impacted by a variety of uncertainties. The Hang Seng tech index jumped as much as 6.1% in early trading today. Next on industry and company news. China's top economic planner issued a series of measures to facilitate the implementation of foreign invested projects on Tuesday, with emphasis placed on the manufacturing sector. The NDRC, together with five other ministries, wrote out 15 measures to boost foreign investment, ensure fast-tracked implementation of signed projects, and enhance the quality of investment. Measures include the implementation of a negative-list approach for foreign investment, ensuring the supply of market factors such as land and trade flow, and facilitating business exchanges. The NDRC also called for more streamlined facilitation for international travel for foreign company executives, management, key personnel and their relatives, urging localities to fully use existing fast-track travel channel in accordance with epidemic prevention and control. China's northern rare earth group announced on Monday night its wholly owned subsidiaries Rare Earth Chloride melting Project with output of 25,000 tons per year in Zibo, Shandong province has completed construction and passed trial operations, attracting a total investment of 1.08 billion yuan. The production of rare earth polishing powder in the project is expected to be the highest in the world. Chinese car wheel manufacturer Zhejiang Jinggu said Monday that it has been signed up by new energy vehicle giant BYD to supply wheels for its electric light duty trucks. This is Jinggu's second deal with an automobile giant in less than a week after they signed with US car maker General Motors to supply lightweight wheels to its advanced technology work project. Earnings Report Express Ping An Bank, the listed bank unit of Chinese insurer Ping An Insurance, reported a 26% gain in net profits in the first three quarters from a year earlier, mainly due to its move to facilitate and reshape the operation of assets and liabilities, optimize the debt structure, and reduce the cost of debt. Net profit was 36.7 billion yuan in the first nine months, the Shenzhen-based joint stock commercial lender said Monday, and revenue rose 8.7% from a year earlier to 138.3 billion yuan. Switching gears to financial news. The People's Bank of China rolled out a set of standards via a document to specify on the science and technology ethics in the financial sector, including low carbon, risk prevention and control, fair competition, data security and so forth, raising a number of requirements for companies in fulfilling the mission of finance serving the real economy and abiding by the bottom line of legal compliance. According to a report by the 21st Century Business Herald citing multiple sources, the document defines fintech as financial innovation driven by technologies, with its core being licensed financial institutions using modern scientific and technological achievement to transform or innovate financial products, business models, business process and so forth under the premise of compliance with law and regulations. China's central bank and foreign exchange regulator on Tuesday raised the cross-border macroprudential adjustment ratio for corporate and financial institutions to 1.25 from one, making it easier for domestic firms to raise funds from overseas markets as the yuan faces renewed depreciation pressure china has broadened the scope of margin trading starting monday which is the practice of borrowing money from brokerages to buy securities to include thirty seven point five per cent more stocks on china's two exchanges the shanghai and shenzhen bosses announced last friday the number of stocks eligible for margin trading on the Shanghai Stock Exchange's main board has been increased to 1,000 from 800, and those on the Shenzhen boards has been expanded to 1,200 from 800. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock markets. Chinese stocks ended low on Tuesday as the yuan extended its decline to a near 15-year low following Monday's sell-off. The benchmark Shanghai Composite closed nearly flat, while the Shenzhen component fell 0.51%. Hong Kong stocks finished slightly lower after swinging through the day. The Hang Seng Index closed down by 0.1%, while the tech index rebounded nearly 3%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.